Finally, a dessert you can feel good about eating. Grab a spoon and taste the creamy deliciousness of Halo Top. Treat yourself with only 360 to 400 calories per tub. We know it sounds too good to be true. Don't just take our word for it. Dig in and taste for yourself. Those words are not mine. They are straight from a company's website. A company that sells ice cream. A company that markets their products using the very real human emotions of guilt and shame, coming from a place of morality and conservatism. A brand that too perfectly represents diet culture and food marketing. Let's break this down. Finally, a dessert you can feel good about eating. Because there's no way you're allowed to feel good about eating anything sweet, anything after dinner, anything yummy. Nope, out of the question. In fact, you should feel bad about doing anything other than this. Treat yourself with only 360 to 400 calories per tub. So this is really providing an external and what seems to be an authoritative permission to eat a so-called forbidden food category, dessert, And actually adding another layer there because they center a completely demonized eating habit, having a whole tub of ice cream. And then they attach a number to that not okay behavior, which diet culture has deemed acceptable, an acceptable amount of calories. So now all of this is okay. We know it sounds too good to be true. Don't just take our word for it. Dig in and taste for yourself. Sounds too good to what? Eat something you like? Or is it that you can eat the entire tub of ice cream and look, see, it's not too many calories. It's okay. I've never tried a product from this company. Its marketing is eye roll central. If you truly enjoy it, fantastic. That is a preference and it's not a rule. This episode is exploring the latter, why guilt and food don't belong together. I'm Nadia Felsch, nutritionist and intuitive eating counselor. In this podcast, we explore the practical aspects of leaving the diet mentality behind and finding your own food and body freedom. Let's consider the phrase guilty pleasure. What does that inherently say to us about the thing in question? I've used this same language when talking about my love for reality TV, such as Real Housewives. Side note, my faves are NYC and Atlanta. And this is my take on the term guilty pleasure. It's a socially accepted and understood acknowledgement when we speak about what we desire, knowing it's not commonly accepted. So in other words, by saying that Roni is my guilty pleasure, I'm anticipating that others will criticize and judge my choice. I'm putting it out there and I'm acknowledging that up front, maybe to get it out of the way, maybe to avoid rejection, maybe to be accepted. And in the context of food, I don't think there is a difference other than perhaps the stakes being higher. Opinions on food and what you should do are rife. They can feel violent at times. And at the core, we are saying to others, though more importantly to ourselves, that we shouldn't feel good about this choice. We should feel bad and we need to communicate that feeling of bad. We are saying that seeking pleasure in whatever form that takes is not okay. So enter moralism of pleasure. Now, there is a heap of theological and philosophical roots to this that are fascinating. However, for the purpose of giving you the best outcome with your relationship to food from this episode, I'm not going to go into them. Let's instead start with why you think seeking pleasure is bad. 
Because if you feel guilt from eating, you do think that. And where did that originate? Where does it continue to show up for you? Is it actually impacting a lot of areas of your life? And how aware are you of it? We are pleasure-seeking mammals. Entertainment, socializing, touch, sex, food. It's normal. It's how we survive. Consider the famed Minnesota starvation experiment in the 1940s. The semi-starved state induced in the 36 men resulted in, amongst other impacts, food obsession. They would dream and fantasize about food because this is our clever body working overtime to drive us to eat and because we find food so pleasurable that it works. I asked you on Instagram what you felt guilty about when it came to food, and this is what you said. I feel guilty for eating a full banana. I feel guilty for eating pizza, burgers, fries, dessert, chocolate, coffee. I feel guilty for feeling hungry. I feel guilty for wanting food. If you identify with these feelings, how are they working out for you? Are they, as most people find, the thing that drives more restriction and actually feeling more out of control around food? And instead, what might it be like to consider eating from the perspective of exploring what makes you satisfied and using pleasure as your guide? I often share with clients how I like to eat chocolate. I like lint. This is not an ad. Sea salt, dark chocolate. I like it at room temperature. I like it with a cup of peppermint licorice tea that has cooled just enough to allow me to sip it, though not too much. And I like to sip the tea in between bites of the chocolate. And here's why. The chocolate melts away, you know, almost as you bite it, thanks to having hot tea, but not too much. There's still a crunch to the chocolate. The sea salt flakes mix with the rich, creamy, sweet chocolate. And then the warm, kind of sweet tea is the, the combination is paradise for me. This is texture, temperature, and taste all contributing to my dissatisfaction. What I've described is a ritual for me in and of itself. It's special to me and I have full permission to enjoy it. There is nothing but desire and connection. And the latter means that the timing for when I have this snack is not when I'm hungry for a main meal, not when I need more food, more variety, more nutrition, because I can tell you it wouldn't have the same result if that's when I had it. And this is why satisfaction and exploring that for yourself can be so insightful and revelatory to your relationship with food. Acknowledging that you have full permission to eat the foods that you want to. And from an intuitive eating perspective, exploring what that looks like in your real life. What combination of pleasure and satisfaction helps you to feel good? What works for you? Because for those who took the time to let me know that they feel guilty for finishing a banana, that guilt isn't serving them. Their food experiences are not rooted in body connection and intuition. They are about moralistic ideas of food being good and bad and us really understandably wanting to avoid the shameful feelings that come with that belief and acting upon it. So put another way, I'm saying it's bad to eat the whole banana. I hate this icky feeling when I do it because then I've done something bad. When actually it's a banana without any emotional value, 
simply a wonderful food that you get to decide how it may work for you. To explore satisfaction from food, a few things first. No longer being hungry is not the same as being satisfied. It's maybe being neutral, so not hungry and not full, where if someone offered you food, you might take it. And eating to this type of sensation has an important place. You know, maybe you're about to go and exercise, maybe run errands or head into a meeting where you can't eat. Maybe dinner is in the oven, but you're hungry now and you need to eat. This is practical and it's caring for your body, but what it isn't is satisfaction. It's also important to clarify that you can be physically full and not satisfied, meaning you can eat a meal, you can feel the sensation of fullness and also not have it be what you really wanted, hence no satisfaction. So if we go back to the Halo Top ice cream at the beginning of this episode, if you're eating that because of a rule, because of guilt and not preference, no amount of it is ever going to satisfy you like the thing that you want. So in order to explore satisfaction as the basis of eating in connection with your body and its needs, you are in essence honoring what you want to be eating and allowing pleasure to be your guide. You're welcoming that in. You are eating food that tastes delicious and is well-balanced for your needs at a particular moment for the most part, because we're not perfect. You are acknowledging that this is all normal and this is healthy, which when it comes to food choices, likely will mean a combination of carbohydrates, of fat and of protein. So for those OG followers of mine, let's talk about the Becky salad and what it could be as a way to explore satisfaction. So for those who don't know, the Becky salad is the epitome of diet culture salad. It's salad leaves, tin tuna and lemon juice. Maybe, maybe it's tomato and cucumber as well. It's limited. It's got limited nutrition, limited texture, limited taste, and likely not overly satisfying for most of us. So instead, what if you added your favorite cheese? I would like feta in that salad. I would also like more veggies, maybe starchy ones for color, for texture, for taste. So I'm going to add roast sweet potato, delicious. Also some fresh alfalfa sprouts, a fave of mine, some radish and red onion. And I'd also like to add in a warming serve of rice and maybe some olive oil, actually definitely some olive oil to mix that all through. What would you add? Maybe you wouldn't eat salad at all and maybe you'd choose something entirely different. What textures, tastes and temperatures are satisfying to you? Do you not know? Try it out for yourself. And if you truly like the Becky salad, you just may need something to go along with it. Maybe a sweet afterwards. If guilt with eating is especially challenging for you, be there and know that you're not stuck. It speaks volumes of how toxic diet culture is, that it disallows our own pleasure. Get mad at that if it helps and absolutely seek intuitive eating support. For the research links and notes from this episode, including ways to work with me and receive my support as you seek satisfaction from food, head to my website, nadiafelsch.com forward slash podcast. Alternatively, you'll find the link in your podcast player. Thank you for joining me. See you next time. If you'd like to get in touch with me, learn about my current group program offerings and client availability, the best way to do that is via my website, 
www.nadiafelsch.com. You'll also find my Facebook group, Food and Body Freedom, and on Instagram and TikTok, my handle is at Nadia Felsch. 